Hello and welcome to this episode of Start Somewhere with me, your host, Sarah Vaughan. This week, I'm so excited and I have been so looking forward to interviewing this person who's one of my favourite people in this industry and a dear friend. And that friend, an amazing person, is the incredible Jane Sterland, who's the Managing Director of Willada UK and also the Chair of the Sustainable Beauty Coalition. Hi, Jane. How are you today? Oh, I am so well. And I have been looking forward to this so much. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be really great. And it's so lovely to actually talk to you, Sarah. I know. I know. It's so special. I feel like I haven't spoken to you for a while and I just missed you a lot. So, you know, oh, it's very, very amazing. So thank you. Um, So as you know, um, we start this podcast by always asking, how did you start somewhere? Where did you grow up? What were your kind of early influences in life? Because you know, I think often they can help inform, you know, where we end up, at, you know, later on in our careers. It's a great, great question. Um, and I think I'll start it by saying that I didn't appreciate the importance of my, my early years until now, really, you know, and I'm, I'm 55 this year. And it's only been kind of tracking back and going, oh, that's why I think like this. And it's been a journey of getting to know myself. So I live in England and I was born in Derbyshire and I was born to uh, in a farm to a long line of Derbyshire farmers. Uh, and farming was kind of our way of life. You know, we, we literally live with the seasons. Um, my had. I, I live with um, obviously my mum and dad. I've got two younger brothers and um, my, my father's parents were with us. We were all in one big farmhouse. So I learned from a very early age that um, for a start, the kitchen table was always expanding. You didn't know if there was going to be seven people for lunch or, you know, wow. 17 because of harvests. Yes, Loads of people of would be coming in and working on the farm. Um, and so I learned a number of things. So first of all, that, our life was in the kitchen. It revolved around the kitchen, partly because we had an arger and it was lovely. Oh, and, oh, and we had no heating in the rest of the house. Did you have any lambs as well that used to go in when you used to revive kittens. them? Kittens. I was always bringing cats in from the farmyard. And these were working cats. They weren't supposed to be in sitting next to the arger. So first first of all, we, we, we had, the, the, you know, it was a very, very um, busy but also very convivial um, place. So there was lots of people coming and going. And secondly, the conversation was always about the weather, always about the weather, because we literally lived outside. So, I mean, I didn't, but, but, you know, we were, we were living as part of the land had already mentioned the cats. We had loads of dogs. I had horses, you know, just that. And I didn't, I never appreciated it. I really didn't. Um, We also never had holidays, because yes, you during the summer holidays, yeah. Yeah, my father, my grandfather were busy with the harvests and we all had a role to play, you know, taking out cups of tea and sandwiches and whatever to what was known as the men in the field yes. um, in big wicker baskets. It all sounds idyllic. I have to say, I didn't appreciate it at the time. Well, I, but it was jolly hard work. I mean, I, I, you know, I was lucky enough. My, my godfather was a farmer and I used to be bundled off to go and go and go and help. Um, him and yeah, we ended up with a, a, a you know, my parents took home this white cat called Daz, who was a little kid, he was a farm cat, and you can tell everyone was a bit like it's a farm cat, but he, he was lovely. And yeah, I, I used to get 
I, I, and they paid to 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 go and pick wild barley out of the out of the the you know like the wheat fields and yes. stuff like that. So I I, I, I mean, it's just magical. I, I just lovely, but actually jolly hard work. I mean, fun as a kid, but but, but yes, I think yeah. So. When I, was think, when I think about that now, I can say, oh, I really understand my passion for where food comes from. Right. I really understand my passion for the outdoors. I really understand how I feel completely connected with nature. And the other thing that I haven't yet told you is my mother was a doctor and she oh, was yeah. incredibly hardworking. Yeah. She came from the Outer Hebrides. She, I've only found this out very recently. She was the first female doctor to be qualified from the whole out of the Outer Hebrides. Oh, my goodness. I've just got goosebumps. That's extraordinary. I mean, no, I mean, like, wow. She, she would never talk about it. Um, and she's, she's still with us. And I asked her the other day, I said, that's amazing. She said, is it? Well, you just get on and you do this. Incredibly practical oh. woman who was very much, very much a career woman and very much dedicated to the, the health of, of her patients. And so I had this, these two very strong strands, one about being connected to the land and secondly, to, about being connected to health and where health and well-being comes from. And, that, and it, you know, it took me till 42 to join Valeda. And of course, with that, that, that's what we do. We combine health with nature. And so I've, I can only, it's only been latterly because I was a fashion girl, you know, yes, I, were, I was very into fashion and music and the scene and, you know, I was absolutely, but, it, but at 42, I left all that behind and I joined Belayda. And then since then it has been a, a rediscovery of these very, very deep roots that I had from my Amazing. upbringing. And, 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 you know, obviously, you know, my next, next question is like, how, how do you, you know, or how did you find your purpose? I mean, you know, w- was it a road to Damascus experience, the kind of related one? Because you were in, in your, your fashion career and, and, and very much, I think, you know, kind of, you know, London based and yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, so what happened? You know, was it a bolt from the blue? Or- it was. It, yeah. it, 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 seriously, it really was. Um, I love fashion. Absolutely loved it. Global brand director, um, you know, big brands, working with lots of designers. Um, and suddenly I had a child. And I just thought that's what you did. You know, the child comes along and you just, you know, adjust your life a little bit. So you still carry on traveling and so on. And I was so, so wrong. Yeah. And my eldest is called Joel. Uh, he's 17 now. Um, he had uh, a convulsion when he was 18 months old. Oh um, absolutely fine. It was temperature triggered. These things are quite common. Yes. But of course, I didn't know that. And he was rushed into hospital. Wow. And I was in London. Um, oh, God. And oh, God. <laughs> my, my, love, my lovely partner didn't call me until he thought I was on the train home. And I went straight to the hospital. And that night, I sat up looking at this 18-month-old beautiful child thinking what on earth am I doing what would have happened if I'd been in the States I worked with an American company at the time what would have happened if I hadn't been able to come what would have happened if it if it had been a lot more serious and that night was a a literally a you know a long dark night of the soul when I I realized that not only did my life have to change but that I didn't want to do what I was doing anymore because 
we now know, and I know you're the expert in it, that fashion is a very dirty business. And at the time, you know, this this is back to the early noughties. I didn't know that, but I was feeling it. I was thinking, this is wrong. We shouldn't be doing new collections every, you know, three months. We shouldn't be, we, we, we shouldn't, we should just be a lot more conscious. We should we should really look at. We were we were sending production around the world, you know. So we were sending production around the world from India to you know Sri Lanka out to Indonesia, wherever we were chasing the lowest dollar. Yeah. And again, and we were closing factories in the UK. I think I must have been through about twelve factory closures in my my in, in my textiles fashion career. So that night, I sat there and I just thought. I cannot continue to do this. I didn't know what the next step would be. But literally, a few months later, I visited Valeda on an open day. And I remember walking through the gardens thinking, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. That, imagine working for a company you didn't have to lie about. Amazing, right? You I mean, actually, like, is, that you're yes. so proud of and that, that, that is, yeah, I mean, just amazing, yeah. So it, it took me a while. It took me, I think, four years to transition um, and to, to leave fashion. And I had two years out. And I would strongly advocate to everybody, particularly in your 40s, that you have a break, that you really reassess what you want to do. Um, and part of Relief's philosophy, you know, we, we look at life stages, is that 42 is actually a really important age because it's the kind of the midpoint. It's the point when you, you start to return back into giving more back. Into well, I, I didn't realise that 40, so 42 is, is, is that kind of pivoting moment. How interesting. Wow. That's astonishing. Yeah. But you think about it, you know, you spend your life going out into the world and very me driven. I want, you know, I want to experience things. I, I want, I want to, to try things out. It's, it's, it's all about me. And then yeah. at some point you get, you go, I want to start giving back. And what is my role in the future? What, 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 you know, what, what feels the right thing to do? So from taking to giving and 42 is, you know, it doesn't have to be on the on the dot of your forty first <laughs> birthday or forty second birthday. It was like the countdown. <laughs> but it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? How mm. how do we transition into this eldership? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, yes, amazing. And so you know, so you made the move. I mean, I mean, like the job came up. You applied for it, or or or, or how, how? I banged on the door a lot and very. <laughs> Interestingly, they were looking for somebody in sales marketing. But yeah. the very interesting thing is I didn't get that job. Really? Yes. Very interesting. I ended up with a very part-time job, just a couple of days a week. And when I look back now, that was so important because I had always been, I never considered working part-time. Even mm-hmm. with children, never considered working part-time. Amazing. That was the, the, the it's like the, the semicolon in my sentence. It made, it, it helped me connect it. I had time to do lots of things like gardening. I had times, time to spend more time with the family. And, and then from that point, I then I built up, and I, I do it full time now, but yeah. my, my, 
my boys, you know, they're 15, 17. They really don't need me at all. And I can go back to really contributing. And I absolutely love my job. It is, it is commercial. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I get, we've got gardeners. We make our own products. You know, we have this wonderful philosophy that I've kind of thrown myself into. Our founder was Rudolf Steiner, um, the Austrian philosopher. So we'll have all of that, a great richness. Um, and I feel, I feel very fortunate that I went through at the time, which was quite a crisis, it was everything that I built up. I know I no longer fulfills me. No longer, I don't. It is not nurturing. It's not fulfilling me. Yeah. And then to have that change, and I would strongly advocate that to take a little bit of time out when you're in that thing called career, whatever that is, just to 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 you know to have an exhale and go okay, do I really want to spend the rest of my life doing this? And if the answer is yes, I think you're very lucky. Yes. And, 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 and to be honest, I don't know that many people who go yes. And, and I think a lot of people, you know, at that stage have actually pivoted or, or, or whatever. But I mean, yes, I, I mean, I took some time out, you know, after I, after I left Unilever. And I mean, everyone was kind of like, oh, come, sorry, what another, you know, like, you know, like big job lined up. And I genuinely didn't. And I was like, really, I haven't. And they're like, oh, you must have. You're just not telling us about it. And I was like, no, no, I, I, I genuinely just want to take some time for myself because I wanted to work out what I wanted to do, um, actually. Um, and that was the most valuable time. Yeah, hugely valuable. And, and, and I'm so grateful for that. And, 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 you know, that enabled me to kind of end up what I'm doing now and, and love doing. So, I, I, you know, so yes, the absolutely gold seal kind of recommendation do that. So... Jane, like, how are you living your purpose now? I mean, it was like, like Walida was kind of walking into a sort of magic, uh, kind of like, I don't know, like cornucopia of just extraordinary, beautiful kind of lush, I don't know, auctions and making and stuff like that. I mean, you know, tell, tell us, you know, what, you know, yeah, what, how, how are you embracing your purpose on a, like a day-to-day basis now? So that's all true. We have the most amazing gardens and we farm them in a particular way. It's very much about the interaction between the human being and the land. So, for example, we have our own seed banks. We plant by seed. We nurture the plants by hand. We don't do all of our harvest by hand, but we do do quite a few by hand. So, I mean, that's amazing, particularly through the summer when you get the call 8 a.m. to go and help with the harvest. All wonderful, really wonderful. We also make products that I know work and they've stood the test of time. So you take our iconic skin food, it's been around since 1926 oh. and it's absolutely my go-to. Um, they, the, the, the products have stood the test of time. We know that they work and, and I'm really proud. I, I said, you know, imagine going to a company as a marketeer, you don't have to lie about. I, I can honestly say I've, I've never had to do that. But all of that said, the most exciting thing for me at the moment and in and later in the UK we're about 85 people um I we, we're going through a transition at the moment where we're looking at uh you could call it holacracy or collegial leadership or you know ma- management by the whole organization Frederick Laloux in reinventing organizations which is a which is a um a book that sits by the side of my desk and my bed and, and so on you know he talks about how can we create a place where our work is a place for human development 
And that to me is how I'm really fulfilling my purpose at work is how can we have not 85 dissenting voices, but how can we learn through each other and, and kind of working together to have a one coherent voice? Good to have dissension, really good. Good to yeah. have diversity of thought. But how can we truly as a community and, you know, can, can a business become a community? And, I, and I, the answer is yes, of course. Anywhere where you have people, that that's the essence. Yeah. So how how can we really link our collective will into delivering leaders' purpose in the world? And it's that's super exciting. Yeah, and, and and this is always something that's interested you, hasn't it? I mean, I I remember you and I had um, Finhorn a couple of years ago talking about this kind of model model of leadership, and I, I mean it's. You know, Jane, it's it's very kind of like revolutionary in the world now. I mean, we, we're used to this very hierarchical, military kind of like top-down, male-dominated system, aren't we? So like, <laughs> we are no, absolutely. We're stuck in the patriarchy, and that, this is not me talking about men. This is me talking about the the the, the male qualities and the female qualities which is creativity, it's communication, it's collegiate, it's kindness and caring. And both men and women have those qualities, but particularly in business. You know, Milton Freeman said, you know, the purpose of business is business and it's about making money. And that was in 1970. Thank, 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 oh, we have to, we're chucking the book out. Absolutely. We? <laughs> we have to completely change that and understand that, that you you can be kind at work and actually it's a strength, not a weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I so agree and, and I'm so excited about this new kind of role of role of leadership and our dear friend Jude Caravan as well, who's doing a lot of, uh, Dr. Jude Caravan is doing a lot of research into, you know, the new models of leadership. It's so exciting that you're actually doing it. And and I, I, I remember, you know, you were also taking, doing things like taking away desks so people could actually see each other. And, and I mean, like, how are the organisation reacting to it? I mean, because I mean, yes, you know, Willada was, you know, founded by Steiner and it's always been like, a, you know, a visionary organisation. But I mean, to kind of go, well, we're, we're all in charge now. <laughs> How's that gone down? Well, we haven't done a big bang and we won't do a big bang because the one thing that I've learned is that there isn't um, a, a model or a process, an identikit that you just say, this is what you do. And you, you have to listen to the organisation. So deep listening and some areas it's not appropriate for, and other areas it is. And we've been on this journey now for about probably three years. So if you just take COVID out, probably actively about 18 months. And we've, we're finding natural circles are forming. So, for example, within our training team, we had three different training teams. We had one for the for the doctors and for the healthcare professionals. We had one which you and I would know as trade, you know, retail and the shops. And then the third one was for kind of press comms and PR. We just have one now. Amazing women, um, all women, but they, 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 they form this thing called the Wisdom Circle and they pull their wisdom. And we're, we've been running that now for a year as an experiment. And it's been enormously beneficial. In fact, that, that group of people have just written a book called wow. a book all about Walida Wisdom. We're 100 years old this year. So, the, you know, the Belayda way. Um, 
which I don't think would have come out if we'd had this hierarchical management. And when you think about it, it's, it's nonsensical, isn't it, that you have to have a manager looking over somebody to check they're doing their work? It, it, it's crazy. And I, I, I feel like, you know, I've, I've, I've personally realised, you know, that, you know, the, the organisations in which I really flourished allowed me the space, you know, and, and, and I think that, that very old-fashioned <laughs> patriarchal system doesn't allow people the space to be created. And actually what we need now more than ever with everything that's facing us, you know, in terms of climate and COVID are, are hugely creative, empowered people who, who are so inspired and enthused to go to work because they're, you know, they can bring them their whole selves to work and, you know, not just have to adopt some kind of mask or identity to fit into a corporate culture. Mm. I, yeah, so, so important. And I just love it because it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's so part of your ethos as Willada, kind of like your, you know, this beautiful nurturing and cultivating and, and producing of your products, which is done with such great care, and you're doing the same with your people now. It's just well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we talk a lot about the, you know, the, the climate emergency and biodiversity and, you know, the, the, the whole thing about the planet. But then we tend to forget the social side because human beings are part of the, the whole system. Exactly. And it's just as important to think about human beings as it is about, you know, plants, animals and nature, because the two things are completely interlinked, but, but we don't. And I think we're, we're missing that. So things like, you know, um, Kate Rowe's Donut, Donut Economics, which is about setting your thresholds um, about what the planet, the, 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 the upper boundary being what the planet can support and the lower boundary being what we as a human race need. I think those two things are the two things that I take with me all the time. So thinking about the business and thinking, you know, about, about our gardens and, and how we can give back to the world and, and, and. But then also what is our human need? And what COVID has taught me is that my head tells me we can absolutely function um, through Teams or Zoom, and and we did. We 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 didn't just survive. We we actually thrived. But our heart needed that human interaction, needed yeah. that human human involvement, and that to me is just as important. Yeah, I I agree, and I I I think it's so interesting what what you say. I think. Yeah, a lot of you know companies or, or individuals have pivoted brilliantly to social media, and there've been a lot of benefits. But it is that heart connection, you know, that is needed, and also in for you know, particularly for like a you know products like Willages, it's that sense of touch, you know, it's so important. I mean, you know, what I love about your products is you really have to touch them and get involved with them, you know. And it's, it's really like a holistic experience. You have to really like smell them before you do it and warm them up. And it, there's, there's something very kind of ritualistic about it and, and, and very, I don't know, just, just lifts the heart and, 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 and all the emotions. And I, and I think that is so important, you know, as is self-care during this time. And I think, you know, so many people haven't looked after themselves terribly well you know, during, during, during this COVID times, I mean, a lot of people being chained to their, to, to their, to their laptops all, you know, have, 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 have not been in a place where they can really afford to look after themselves, you know, very well, which is, which is tragic. So yes, we, we, we need to get out and see people and meet people and <laughs> be with people. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, in, you know, in terms of, you know, 
you you know you know orientating through 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 covid and and, and getting everyone together you know how, how's that working you know in in this new kind of management style that you're 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 mm. exploring i think it, we're able to move to this management style because of what we've been through actually yeah. um and the key the essence for us all is to take the best of the old and the best of the new and, and to blend it so the first thing that we've agreed is that as many meetings will stay on Teams or on Zoom as possible, because then that gives us 100% flexibility as to where we're going to work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, and I think particularly with, 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 with parents or people with responsibilities, actually having that freedom and that flexibility not to have to commute into work is really super important. So yeah. we've, we've left that very much down to the individual. So half of our team is has to be physically on site because they're doing, you know, jobs like the gardening or making the products, or whatever. <laughs> and remotely, yes. Indeed, yes. And the other half of us have had this option. So when we go into the office now, we're turning them into big community days. Oh, lovely. Where we actually get together and we do things. And sometimes it's to do with work and sometimes it isn't. Yeah. So it might just be we have a meal together. But that then changes the nature of work, which I think is really exciting, which again feeds into this idea of sort of self-regulating circles. Um, It's so easy now for people just to be able to meet in in a virtual space with all of the tools that we need. So Microsoft Teams already mentioned that that's the system that we use. And so that we can really easily communicate we can have meetings, we can store, you know, documents, um, you know, you can even use your sort of whiteboards and so on for creative sessions. I truly believe that if we hadn't gone through the lockdown isolation, we would not have recognised what an important tool Microsoft Teams was for us. And, it, and even if we had, say, from a head point of view, our heart and our, you know, our will wouldn't have been engaged to really embed it into our day-to-day lives. Now we've got that, actually cross-team working, cross-business cross working is so easy now. And also just as an aside, I work for a global company, but I don't have to travel unless I wish to travel. Which, which is great. I mean, I, you know, I mean, you know, I've always been mindful of my uh, my traveling footprints, but uh, you know, I you know uh, you know and would always offset when when I did travel. But but yes, I mean it, it it's 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 revolutionized my life. Actually, it's actually been really nice to stay put. And and for you, you've been able to make decisions that suit you, yeah. rather than in you know in terms of lifestyle, location, and and so on. And and I think that is an enormous freedom. I, I mean, I, I have to say this, and I'm going to be um, probably a bit naughty, but I particularly think for women, it's yeah. been liberating. Yes, I, 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 I mean, I've, I feel so too. And I, and I, I you know, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to, 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 to watch, you know, kind of what happens. But also I think what I've really, what I've really personally got out of this time is a whole new appreciation for other people's lives. You know, like, I mean, you know, with colleagues and things, you, you know, you'd know that they have kids 
or they've got a dog or a cat. But like, this has been so cool because you've got to meet the whole family, you know, the dog bombs, the thing, you know, the cat does. And it's so nice. And I just feel that it, I don't know, I just feel this kind of like heart opening that you actually see the whole person. And it's really cool. And I, and I always, you know, I think, you know, with, with my friends, you know, who are having children and stuff as, as, you know, as, as, as kind of, I mean, Jane, like the reality was they were always stressed, you know, always, you know, running around and, and I'm, you know, you know, trying to get home, get to work, you know, trying to juggle the kids. And then, you know, in a sense, pretending they had no kids, you know, <laughs> you know, yes, absolutely. That, you know, like they were here fully professional, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, and I find that very extraordinary and I also find that pretty unforgivable you know because you know like we should have the whole person coming to work whatever their partnership situation is you know whether they're married not married you know (laughs) you know like it it it, you know but it's so important because it it shows a real valuing of 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 that person and, and everything that they bring with them and I I I just love that so I for me that's been one of the most special times and you know, I've really seen people in a different light. It's, mm. it's been gorgeous in that respect. You know, it's been great to me. Everyone's like kids and yeah, dogs and cats. And, and for me, the opportunity to be just authentically who we are and it's okay because we have curated. So we as a human be a human race, particularly within the Western world and the you know the Insta generation curated our image so perfectly we've honed it through our likes our dislikes our our insta accounts our facebook and then through covid here we were um you you know in the real gritty reality of what our life is like and it was almost like we stopped wearing the makeup yeah and from not i mean seriously image-wise not being able to get our hair cut or colored or whatever and i think this is such a wonderful it's like a breath of fresh air the opportunity for authenticity to come into our lives the best thing for me was watching the news or whatever very serious interview with some professor in immunology or whatever and his or her kids would pop into the room and they'd be on the BBC News and they would just pop them up, pop them on their laps and continue. And I just thought I, the one thing I really hope is that we're able to take all of our imperfections in life and just put them on show. And that's absolutely fine because this is authenticity. I agree. And I think, I, think, I, I think and I hope this will be incredibly liberating for women, especially because I think we were heading down a model of everything had to be perfect. The kids had to be perfect, but but not seeing the job had to be perfect. And you know, perfect can't really exist. And let's face it, everyone is perfect anyway. <laughs> you know, we've, we've had all of that challenged. And I think, thank God, in so many ways. Anyway, Jane, you know, as, as you know, I always kind of wrap up um, by asking, you know, how, I mean, what are your top tips for those wanting to start somewhere? I mean, you know, it, you, I, I think you've got probably quite a few on, on kind of like, you know, career and where people want to go, but, but also maybe a few kind of related top tips <laughs> as well, you know, about products. So, well, starting with products, um, we all have to consume less. And all I would say is whatever you're going to buy, just buy less and buy better. Whatever it is. The second thing I would say, 
coming from my farming background is that every organic thing you buy, be that clothing, you know, pint of milk, beauty, uh, moisturizer, whatever, is an act of activism for the planet. So, you know, I, I, I know that that cash is scarce and we don't have a lot of it. And so say just buy organic is, is, is probably not practical, but every one thing that you do buy, if it can be organic is an act of activism for the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that I would like to, to, if you like put in the room, the one thing that I've learned is that life is a journey of getting to know yourself. Yeah. And it's that fascinating inner journey that we don't talk about. Somebody said to me a while ago that you choose your purpose and you come into the world with your purpose, but the act of coming into the world, it makes you forget what the purpose is. And your lifelong journey is to reconnect back to why you were here in the first place. And I just love that idea that actually my job throughout my whole life is to know who I am, to know, to be authentically me, to understand, you know, my, my, my strengths and my shadows and to reconnect with the purpose that I arrived with. And so, so that's really quite simple. And I just think none of us really put ourselves center stage to say, you know, I am going to really invest in me and get to know me. And I think if more of us did that, we probably would be making probably very difficult choices, but much more authentic choices about what we do with our lives. And we only get one. Yeah, Jane, what amazing advice. Bless you. It's been, I could talk to you for another hour very easily, but sadly, we've got to wrap up. Jane Sterling, thank you so much for joining me and for sharing your very wise and amazing words. Sarah Vaughan, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. (laughs) 